So now that we've come into ordinary time, we are going to continue our teachings on the Mass. If you have missed any of the previous teachings, please make sure that you get on our website. On the very front page of our website, there is a link where you can click on that and you go back and listen to any of the other homilies. It's very important that we all receive this together because each homily builds on the other and is all connected in our one celebration of the Mass. And now we come to that part of the Mass that we call the homily. There was a parish where several weeks in a row, a little boy would walk up to the priest after Mass and he'd hand him a penny. And after about eight weeks, the priest was going, why is this boy doing this? So he said, little boy, why, why are you giving me a penny after Mass every Sunday? Well, he says, my, my parents keep telling me that you're the poorest preacher in town. Now, when I shared this at my last parish, sure enough, the following week, a couple kids come up with a penny. The standard of living has changed. So please, if you do this, give me at least a nickel. All right? At least a nickel. The word homily in Greek means to explain. And what is explained in the homily? At the very core, the homily is to expound the apostolic faith of the church. What the apostles received from Jesus is what has been passed on through the centuries. This is why the bishop is the one who primarily is appointed to do this. But we see very early on in the Acts of the Apostles that the bishops also appointed priests and deacons to help them pass on this apostolic faith. Because this faith of our tradition, as Scripture rightly says, both reveals and contains the power for salvation. You and all the good people of God have a right to hear from your pastors, your shepherds, this faith. This is why I hope you will continue to pray for all bishops, Pray for all priests and deacons that we will be faithful in this handing on of the faith. This faith is summarized very beautifully in the creed that we will proclaim together. This great narrative by which we are to interpret and live out our lives. And every bishop, priest, and deacon must never forget that the fruit 
of this apostolic faith, or rather, this apostolic faith is the fruit of a lived experience of Jesus Christ and the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is why the best preparation for being a preacher, for giving a homily, is that we are first disciples of Jesus Christ. Our best homily and our first homily must always be a living homily of a life that is daily converted to Jesus Christ. This is why Archbishop Fulton Sheen, for those of you who remember the the good Archbishop who was on the TV, on the radio, he wrote many books, one of the greatest preachers in American Catholic life. He said, the most important thing that I do is not in what I say, but in how I live outside of Mass. The dispositions, therefore, that are needed for preparing a homily, because a lot of people ask me, Father, how do you prepare a homily? Well, the first disposition that we need is confidence. Confidence that God loves you so much that he will provide the nourishment that we need and therefore give me inspiration on what to say. Sometimes I go before God and I say, okay, if you want me to share any bread this weekend with the good people of God, you got to give it to me. And that's why we need the next disposition, which is humility and poverty of spirit. I have to come before God very poor, knowing that the homily is a gift from God. And I have to let that word be proclaimed to me first. I got to realize that this word of God is just as much for me as anyone else. And I must allow it first to affect me and to change my life. And then the next disposition is prayerful listening. What I often tell people, homily preparation is 80% listening. And sometimes that goes on for a long time because you can't control inspiration. All you can do is just wait and wait and wait. And there are times where I've had to wait until just before the gospel. Boy, the Lord really calls us to trust him sometimes. So I usually prefer that the homilies given to me long before the mass. And sometimes God says, nope, I'm going to have you wait. So if I look a little nervous uh, at the beginning of mass, that's probably why. The purpose of the homily is then what? A good homily is one that helps us to understand the words that we have just heard. 
but to understand it in a way where it is clear on how it can be lived out. A good homily is not one that just makes us feel good, but rather one that leads to action, to a transformation of life, to a new way of living. And so let me end by giving you an example. The gospel that we have heard today, Jesus talks about a power that he gives to his apostles. And it's a beautiful power. A power that is able to trample over scorpions and serpents. And as Jesus said, over the full force of the enemy. And so let's say I'm the preacher today. And I am. And so I might ask questions like, what are these scorpions and serpents? Who's this enemy? And so I will want to explain in the homily that this refers to Satan and all the evil spirits who continue to tempt and seduce the people of God. And then I might ask, okay, Jesus, what is this power? What does it look like in our Christian life? so that I may share this with your people on Sunday. Well, one example of how Satan exercises power over people is through the power of sin. Another common way is through lies. But one of the most common ways that Satan has a hold over people is through sin. So how do you and I, as we struggle and deal with sin in our life, how do we experience this power that Jesus Christ is talking about? It is by the gift of our faith. In the creed that we are going to proclaim, we will say, we believe in the forgiveness of sins. And sometimes we have to renew that. Whenever we open our hearts after sin to the grace of repentance, the power of Jesus Christ is unleashed and it crushes the power of that sin that we are repenting or confessing. And that's how Jesus crushes and tramples upon the scorpions and serpents that sometimes bite us whenever we fall into sin. Yesterday during the confessions that I heard before Mass, this victory, this power was being celebrated by several people as they confessed their sins, brought them into the light, and they received the absolution. This is the power that Jesus Christ gives to his church and our faith is what opens it to affect our lives. That's the application of the word that we've heard. The encouragement to always firmly believe 
that Jesus died for our sins, that he truly forgives us, and that the guilt is taken away and we can begin anew. Do we believe this? That's what the homily would want to encourage, to encourage this faith and to encourage frequent confession and to repent quickly after any fall into sin. So let's live this out this week. Whatever we might be struggling with, let us proclaim by our lives that we believe in the forgiveness of sins through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.